We really don't have any time to delay. The popcorn moment, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. And as we all know, yesterday, the United States House of Representatives voted to impeach President Trump for a second time. This is what happens in America on any given January day. Living in Groundhog Day. I got you, babe. Now, we should be clear about a couple of things. You could have more of an argument to this than you would have a year ago, except the fact that the impeachment of President Trump over a phone call to Ukraine was garbage. It was always garbage. We know it was garbage. And everybody who says otherwise is lying to you like a mother. And they know it. They also know that they are lying when they make the claim about being concerned about violent rhetoric, but still engaging in violent rhetoric. Let me give you an example. This is Representative Louis Gohmert, Republican from Texas. ...of our voting system and honoring our Constitution are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with their allies in Congress of the United States. We were called enemies of the state. Those are all quotes from our speaker. Now, on our side, we didn't take those to be impeachable because we we didn't believe she surely meant that. But by the Democrats taking this action, you're telling me, no, when we say those, we actually mean to incite violence. That's what this action is saying. Look, I just looked on the History Channel. It says... These words, if the Judiciary Committee, talking about impeachment, finds sufficient grounds, its members write and pass articles of impeachment, which then go to the full House for a vote. Half of all the impeachments ever conducted, ever voted for, occurred under this speaker. That is something. But he's quoting Nancy Pelosi. And talking about her saying that the election was hijacked, and it's Louis Gohmert that's getting attacked in the press for bringing up such rhetoric. But let's get to the rhetoric. First, a a bit of flashback. Cory Booker telling people to get into the faces uh, of congresspeople. And that's my call to action here. Please don't just come here today and then go home. Go to the Hill today. Get up and please get up in the face of some Congress people. Well, that's a call to violence, right? You're getting in someone's face. It's certainly not because you want to make out. Which is, by the way, the first time I've ever said that on radio. Yep. Yep. Probably the last time, too. But let's get into some of the things uh, that were said. Let's get into some of the things that people did did mention as they were talking about President Trump's rhetoric that led to violence. Representative Cory Bush 
First term from St. Louis. Madam Speaker, St. Louis and I rise in support of the article of impeachment against Donald J. Trump. If we fail to remove a white supremacist president who incited a white supremacist insurrection, it's communities like Missouri's first district that suffer the most. The 117th Congress must understand that we have a mandate to legislate in defense of black lives. The first step in that process is to root out white supremacy, starting with impeaching the white supremacist in chief. Thank you. And I yield back. There is no way to deal with Cori Bush in any kind of logical way at all. It can't be done. This was about a riot. This is about an insurrection. This is about inciting. It's about white supremacy. Well, that's that, that, that makes it very easy to not understand. It makes it very easy to see that everything for you is the same exact subject when it's not for, I don't know, thinking people. But don't worry, she wasn't alone, Representative Rashida Tlaib. In Michigan's 13th, we proudly speak truth to power, even in the face of a racist in chief. Those who incited an attack on the People's House do not get to talk about healing and unity. They have torn this country apart. They have stoked the fire. I'm done. I'm done listening to that anti-Semite. Racist in chief. Is this about insurrection or is this about bigotry and racism? Well, Tony, it's about all the things. No, you can't have it all. You want to say it's about all because you're not willing to have detailed conversations, nor are many people willing to look at their own rhetoric and ask, are they adding to it? The list, when we saw riots across the country and cities on fire, and CNN referred to it as mostly peaceful protests, or MSNBC, mostly peaceful protests, fiery but mostly peaceful protests after police shooting, actually it was both MSNBC and CNN. When you had people like Nicole Hannah-Jones, who says destroying property is not violence, the same woman who lied when creating the 1619 Project, saying that the United States was built on the idea of slavery, which is, of course, not true, and the historians bear that out. When Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle, and they took over part of Seattle, she said, Seattle's fine. Don't be so afraid of democracy. Okay. People have aided and abetted and looked the other way on violence in America for over a year. And I'm not saying that they should. We've made the argument that they should not. But if you're going to now say that the president's actions are impeachable because he led an insurrection against the country and we need to tone down rhetoric while you're calling him a white supremacist and you're calling him a racist, what are you doing? You don't actually believe the thing that you're saying. You're just so radically filled with hate. But nothing beats Eric Swalwell, who went on CNN and made this comparison. They're saying um, holding him accountable is different from the people who directly were involved in tearing down the doors and rampaging uh, the, the Capitol building. Well, Osama bin Laden did not enter U.S. soil on September 11, but it was widely acknowledged that he was responsible for inspiring the attack on our country. Representative Eric Swalwell is one of the dumbest men alive. And anyone who supports him, if you're out there, listen, you can do what you will, but we can't be friends because you support a fool. Osama bin Laden did not inspire the 9-11 terrorists. 
He paid for them and trained them and built the plan. You need to read The Looming Tower in order to understand how that history evolves. Trump is like Osama bin Laden, but we're supposed to tone down the rhetoric? This is an unserious party with unserious people. If the Democratic Party of Indiana allows that to go forward without a hey, we think that Eric Swalwell crossed the line here. What good are they? How dare they think that they are moral arbiters of anything? If we're going to make the argument that some things cross the line and some things indeed cross the line, even when they have a D after their name, even when they have an R after their name, no Democrat of, of, of the Black Caucus in Indiana is going to condemn that? Comparing Trump to Osama bin Laden, we're not going to think that that's beyond the pale? Well, hell. If you can't do that, why would anybody listen to you on the rest? Oh, oh, you're going to come back at me? Yeah, we've condemned it all. It's a good thing about being consistent. You never have to look over your shoulder. Except, of course, for the people who want to attack you. That's a different subject altogether.